Hello, marketing barbarians. Marketing barbarians. Welcome to the Still Unsponsored Podcast, where we're going to be discussing marketing management and a lot of other bullshit. Particularly the bullshit tonight. Particu- a lot of, a lot particularly bullshit. bullshit. Yes. So tonight coming up, we have uh, Facebook, Trump, and Russia. A little bit of news there recently. Nice 60 minutes hit piece that we can discuss. Uh, Dove being racist. Did you read that story yet? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. We'll hit that one. McDonald's doing it right or wrong with Rick and Morty. Mm, very, very. There's going to be like yeah. three people interested in that one. Probably. And then we're going to discuss work-life balance. Yeah. That's a, that'll be a good one. That'll be a fun one. Mostly work. Yeah. Balance is a... Yeah. It's a word. It doesn't really right. exist. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I think we just covered that topic. <laughs> well, in particular, we can cover like Google Hangouts on your phone. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, like once that happens, you're done for. But anyway, uh, <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving along. Zach, what are you drinking tonight? Well, this is my second glass of wine. Uh, it's Kim Crawford right now. You, you mean your second bottle? Yeah, second bottle. Yeah. I didn't drink the whole first bottle myself. Don't get the we, wrong impression. We had help. Yeah, we had some help. Yeah. Uh, so right now it's just some Kim Crawford, you know, what was it, 10 bucks, 13 bucks or so? Like eight fifty. Hey, ooh, it's pretty darn good. Yeah. Just, uh, so Kim and... Crawford has like the standard like Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc, which I got on sale for like eight fifty something yeah. like that. But it's usually like about 10 bucks. Yeah, so you got good And then deal. they have the Spitfire, which is usually about 16 Mm-hmm. And we tested this. That's right, we did. It was good. It was actually really good. It was good, but maybe not worth the $6 price increase. Agreed. Yeah. So, there you have it. Oh, man. Oh. I'm cramming my wine glass into the mic stand. There we go. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, we are, in fact, recording. Cool. That's a good sign. Well, the red light is on. So, yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll have to do it again. Ugh. Okay. CBS. Somewhat hit piece on I think what they thought going in was going to be a hit piece on the Trump campaign right and the way that they advertised right and they basically demonstrated that like most people they don't know jack shit about the internet which well not even the internet but just how internet marketing works like, yeah. Here's my question. Okay, right? wait, hang on. Let's okay. summarize what happened here. Yeah, good, so, good 60 Minutes ran a ran a piece on uh, on how the Trump campaign utilized Facebook ads to win the campaign. Right. Right. And it was a lot of like very niche micro targeting. Um, it was like massive programmatic buys. Um, it was massive utilization of, uh, reps actually coming into the office, which was shocking, shocking for those of us that have had reps come into the office and we're not spending $90 million. Right. (laughs) Right? Right. And and then there was a bunch of things in there that was sort of like, you know, you, you can tell when they want to try and trigger your outrage because it's like. They spent $90 million. Like, okay. Well, okay, so it doesn't help that the guy they interviewed, I forget what's his name. I mean, okay, he he kind of, like, brought it on himself, too, a little bit during the interview. I mean, he definitely was not, uh, I, I don't know what the, the right word to say. He was, he was enjoying it. He was kind of reveling in, like, oh, yeah, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And... You know, they sicked the whatever her name was, the the older. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. You know, who's usually out there doing like criminal investigation, right. Right. war stuff, you know, on the yeah. side, interviewing the Pope, that type of thing. Right. So, you know, he struck me actually almost like a dude we'd want to have on the podcast. Like, yeah, he, um, yeah, he, okay, so do we want to just take, like, enter the BS, right? We changed our our setup here. So the last time we recorded this podcast, which most people listening to the podcast uh, are probably listening in reverse order right now. Right. Because that would be, like, three people. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. they, they probably started with the third podcast and are listening S- backwards. So Started from the best. So the good news is that... It only gets worse from here. <laughs> yeah. Last time yeah. we recorded with a stereo mic, it was sort of like a lot of ambient noise. And this time we have, brace yourself, $22 microphones. $22. What? I think you need to tighten it. You think tighten it? I'm kind of impressed at the amount of, or like the not amount of noise that you're getting out of that thing. I know. Yeah. Like I'm, I know. Is that better? No. Yeah, no, I think it's good. You think it's better now? Yeah. Okay. Leave it. Okay. Stop touching it, Zach. I'm <laughs> you're like a teenage boy. You just yeah. like can't keep your hands off of it. Basically. There, is that any better? I, I don't I don't know. I think it. I think no. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's how that's how that works. Oh, you know what? This thing might be reversed. Did you see where's the logo? Right here. Okay, that's the front. Okay, I'm talking into the front. I'm going to put a label on it next time that says front towards Zach. I got it. All right. Oh, oh, there we go. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> this is DJ Zach. What were we talking about? Oh, I think I was about to say that I like the guy. And I, like, it seems like the kind of marketer that would be interesting to hang out with. Like, if oh, we, definitely. If we ever got to the point where we were having guests, like, that would be an interesting dude to talk about. Because he wanted to nerd out about, like, one he's a marketer that influenced an election. Right. Like, okay. Well, influence isn't the right word, but yeah. Uh, all right. What word would you put on it? Uh, he assisted an election. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, CBS was doing this hit piece trying to say that he like won the election for, Correct. you know, Trump won because of Facebook, because of, because of this dude, because of this dude. Right. Right. So, you know, good, good for this dude. Right. Right. Like, I think you put that on your LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, this, this dude, I mean, imagine just this situation. So the way they opened the store, given some background, this dude, he had some small shop, some small web design shop, uh, somehow got connected up with one of the Trump properties somewhere, underbid everyone. I think he said he charged like 1500 bucks for a website, which, you know, that that's pretty damn cheap. Uh and then yeah, just start no, doing it, a ton it, I think of they them. said that he built Trump's campaign website for 1500 bucks. Yeah. Well, he also, yeah, and he, he did also, it in two days. Yes. He also did like Eric's foundation. He did a whole bunch of golf resorts. I mean, he, the campaign website was like last in a long series of Trump websites. So right. imagine just having that on your resume. A, like, Hey, I'm the, I'm the Trump website, dude. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Right. That's, yeah. It's cool. But then so, to go and say, Oh, well, guess what? Now I've spent $90 million in the span of what was it like, it wasn't even a year either. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other crazy part. It wasn't a year. It was, I think, like eight, nine months, maybe. Well, the the one like somewhat nice thing they said about him, it was like a quote from his wife, and it was like, you know, you won the Super Bowl without knowing how to play football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. But and, like, and you and he won. 
And he won. Right. Right. So getting back on track, you know, I think first thing to point out is like the general population does not understand Facebook. Like we run into this all the time where mm-hmm. the general population does not understand retargeting, much right. less like the amount of data that they're giving up to Facebook. Right. Right. I guess between the this podcast and the last podcast, we're starting to sound like people that are paranoid about their data. <laughs> but I think it's like. Maybe, maybe the, the thing is our jobs give us insight into how much of your personal data is available to people like us. Yeah, I guess I guess what I'm surprised at, at overall is this. Facebook makes hundreds of billions of dollars a year. Where do people think it's coming from? Yeah. Right? Like, I... I, I when you type in all your interests, is it, a, is it a shocker that all the ads are very tailored to you? Right. You know, like, is right. it the Facebook magic? Right. I, I guess even if you don't understand how internet marketing works. Right. I, you, I think common sense would say, hey, I'm using this service for free. I'm getting something. Right. I'm seeing these advertisements that look really good. Totally. You know, so even, yeah, anywho. Anywho. It, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 just, I don't, yeah. So, and that's what was so amusing about the CBS piece was, oh, you got a message. Uh, actually, I need to mute this because I think this is actually the Nest Cam, speaking of data privacy, ah. uh, telling me that there are people wandering around oh, downstairs. Good. Oh, good. So. Uh, is, uh, the, whole, the whole amusing part of the CBS piece was, yeah, people didn't understand, especially as correspondents, did not understand how internet marketing worked, I think, in, in, in a whole. And then when he started going into some of the tactics that he was using about the micro-targeting, about – uh, being able to target certain, you know, very small sets of populations with certain interests, and then A/B testing. So let's talk about some of his tactics. Yeah. Because that's where, like, okay, so for not understanding what they were doing, they actually did some very inter- They they exposed some interesting tactics that, you know, I think we could we could utilize, right, in our day jobs. Like maybe not to the same extent, but yeah. like it's interesting that it could scale. So. One of the things that he was doing is he was like programmatically creating creative and like micro targeting it against people. Right. So, you know, he knew if you liked the image with the green background or if you liked the image with Hillary's okay. face. Hold on, or hold on, you hold, liked on hold on. The, yes, but do you know how he did that? Well, I would love to know how he did that. He Zach. took three campaigns and literally just saw which one probably had the highest engagement rate with what asset. Right. And then turned them off and went crazy. Okay, so I'm giving this guy a lot of credit. It, yeah. could, it could be that we'd go look at his account and be yeah. like, yeah, whatever. It's the scale, though. You're right. The scale is the, pretty impressive. The scale is impressive, yeah. right? And he's, Although he's, he had 100 people doing it, so. Yeah, okay, well, so that kind of leads us to the, well, we'll probably end up coming back to this. All but right. like, I'm all excited tonight. This yeah. is, it's exciting. Well, I know. And who knows? Maybe we'll spend the entire podcast talking about this and just be like, yeah, once you get promoted, your life's fucked, so get used to it. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so, okay, so highlights, you know, he spent $90 million. Okay, so the other thing that, like, whatever her name was, the rep, or not rep, the... Hold the, on, the, I have I have a computer here. I can, I can look it up real quick. The news anchor got all uptight about was that Facebook and Google and Twitter were sending people to the Trump campaign's office to work hand-in-hand with the Trump campaign to, you know, do stuff, right? Right. So, 
if you're on the inside, right, if you're from the internet marketing world, that's not going to surprise you in the slightest because we have a revolving door of those sorts of people coming through our office. Yeah, or anyone who signs up for an ad account literally is bombarded immediately with right friendly small business consultants right and normally the conversation that we would be having is like how much do you trust your reps and like right. do you want to work with them right so he obviously chose you know trust your reps because he needed to maximize his like reach and his targeting and right. his efficiency and all that right stuff yeah so you know i think you know in our world internet marketing world there's a lot of people that are like maybe wanting to hide from the reps because they're trying to push the limits on what they can get away with editorial wise or no editorial is the wrong word. Like uh, standards yeah. essentially. Yeah. Right. But you know, he was basically going the other way and you know, you dangle enough money in front of these publicly traded companies and they send you, they go find the like two Republicans that are in the San Francisco office and, and, train them real good and fly them out overnight first class in your office <laughs> fly them out to yeah. san antonio uh-huh right Les- leslie stall that's, leslie that's stall. the name yeah, okay what the was the guy's name we keep saying the guy's name like clearly we have a lot of respect for him regardless of what we think about trump brad parscale brad parscale yeah yeah all right brad if you end up listening to this which we'll tweet you if you haven't given up on twitter right i got some real mixed feelings about your boss <laughs> that's another topic for another day this, yeah but uh what you did here was really fucking impressive okay yeah. so the other thing that i had in my notes that i wanted to talk about was like you know they're like oh my god russia spent a hundred thousand dollars trying to influence the election you know what we need for this podcast we need sound effects so like when you say something silly i can go whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. we can make that happen like a sound a soundboard yeah so Call to action. If mm. you go to our website, stillunsponsored.com, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have pictures of our studio. And what you're actually looking at here is like my office. So you, there's like the soldering iron over there. You, you mean the dungeon? Yeah, the dungeon. Uh, there's. Yeah. When you're on camera, you usually have like your face against the wall, like you're being held captive somewhere. Right, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I was thinking actually that would happen over there. Oh, right. Okay. And yeah. on the other side of the room, we'd actually put like a table with a mixing board and some of that type of equipment. Nice. So, because the goal is to not do any editing on this. Right. It's just live to tape. So yeah. I, I would love to. Well, live to digital recording. Yeah. 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 Live to SD card. Ooh. <laughs> but I would also love to do live to Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Right. And then it just lives on our YouTube channels. And, and you got some good pipes to do that. Do I? You you got the fiber, man. You got the good fiber. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got some good pipes. I thought you were talking about my voice again. No, no. Okay. I was like, that has been digitally altered. <laughs> <laughs> Get some T-Pain in here. <laughs> Auto-tune. Yeah, I can auto-tune everything. Okay, so we were talking about Russia. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So Russia spends $100,000. And, and, and Parscale says like, okay, so marketing nerd, he doesn't do the right PR move. He's like, I think that's a joke. Yeah. Right. Well, because in our world, that would be a joke. Yeah. He just got done spending $90 million and you're yes. asking him if a hundred thousand dollars mattered. Yes. No. He crapped that out for breakfast. Yeah. But even, all right. So take, take, take his campaigns out of the picture. Right. So a hundred can Facebook. 
I mean, ugh. Mm. Ah, that, that okay, be so these springs make noise. Yeah. So take $100,000, right? Yeah. So depending on how you bid on Facebook, it goes anywhere from $1, $2 CPMs. So my math's pretty bad here, but you're talking not that much impressions for hundred grand. Yeah. Yeah. So it, like, even if you were to target a major metropolitan area, say Chicago, good old Chicago, you know, Shy City, with a hundred grand, it's nothing. Well, I guess the interesting thing though is like, you know, yeah, and so you start to get into questions of scale, right? And it would be very interesting to look at his accounts, right? Yeah. Because a hundred thousand dollars when you're spending ninety million is nothing, right? right? Um, hundred thousand dollars when the Trump tactic is to actually go after rural areas is actually something because True. the True. CPMs there are going to be a lot lower. There's a lot less noise in True. that marketplace. So, you know, I, I think your hundred thousand dollars goes further, but there's a whole other, you know, th- this would actually be a topic for another podcast. Um, the, the tactics that Russia has used to, you know, disseminate misinformation on the internet because i think it's you know what we should cover (laughs) we should cover russian let me get the pen out okay zach's got the pen schneider this looks nice yeah okay russian the topic for the podcast would be ryan holiday growth hacking and how you can marry that with russian misinformation tactics to dominate the world (laughs) uh okay yeah because essentially you have people doing the same thing. Like if you read Growth Hacking, right, by Ryan Holiday, it's like he or, – or Trust Me, I'm Lying was was the book where he talked about a lot of like crazy tactics that he was using to generate, you know, interest in the things that he was promoting. And he's doing it with like a very small scale. Yep. Versus Russia that has unlimited resources to do – content generation right and you know all that bullshit so speaking of which okay south park hilarious they just touched on everything you just talked about yeah can we like the side topic here south park still relevant 22 23 years later yeah impressive it, yeah and the it, speed at yeah. which they're like you know we were talking about this uh who's the dude in hollywood the um space oh weinstein weinstein yeah. right so depending on when you're listening to this podcast, the Weinstein thing right now is blowing up, right? Because this yeah. probably won't actually be uploaded for at least like maybe at least four more days and our launch probably won't be for like another week at least. Yeah. Um, so Weinstein's blowing up right now uh, and South Park hit him <laughs> in last night's epi- yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. So that, that time to market. Insane. You know, so if... Here, here's the take home for let's bring it home for for our marketing friends let's do it right so if your creative team is like i'm sorry i can't execute that campaign because it's going to take too long and i don't have the creative resources we like south park which is an animated show on national television that surely has a legal team much larger than yours hit weinstein and that thing's been in the news for like four days yep right all the way up <laughs> That's fucking impressive. That's, yeah. Right? Like, there are startups that don't move that fast. Yeah. 20, yeah, 20, I think 22, 23 years. Yeah. It's incre- It's It truly yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And they've probably gotten better over that time. 
I remember watching the docu-series. We're going way off topic now, but I remember watching That's, the docu-series. It's, it's marketing management and other bullshit. This, yeah. this, this is the bullshit. It's just other. But it definitely is a tangent off. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, they, um, they, they were talking about how when they first started the show, all the animations and whatnot were done mainly by hand. And imagine the computers back in those days. That yeah, was 97. Totally. Yeah. And now they can render stuff so much faster where they just they've cut their production time drastically yeah so now it's i mean i'm guessing it's still quite the you know freaking scramble to get something out but i can't imagine it's the same pressure as it was before no not at all okay next topic dove wow that was quite a transition (laughs) (laughs) i was like i'm just not gonna engage yeah clearly you're done (laughs) with that one time check uh we're 22 minutes already okay and if our goal is bite-sized, then we got to hustle. All right. I'm on <laughs> All right, The next two are quick hits uh, because I think we really wanted to talk about the Facebook one. So Dove, did you watch the ad? I did. Okay. So Dove did this ad where it was like black female taking off a t-shirt. And then it was like one of those clever cuts where like the bottom of the t-shirt was white. And so as the t-shirt came off, it was like white female yep. transition. Yep. Right. Um, and then – but- and then she took it off, and I think it was like... So there was a longer right. version, yes, right, yes. where it was then, you know, like an Asian lady yeah. or something like that. But they were running the, like, three-second version that right. was just black to white. Hey, I think Vine came back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, like, when this story first came out, I, like, I wanted to... I, I wanted to find some way I could defend my marketing homies, but... There's no way. There's just, dude, that, that, fuck. When someone came up with that pitch for that thing, you should have either said, like, well, the white girl has to go first. Or, but, but or you should have just been so, like, fuck this ad. Yeah. How did like, I even get, like, oh, let's do an advertisement on skin colors and how it's, it's appropriate for everyone. Like, what? Huh? I, it's. Like, how did anyone think this was a good idea to go out? I don't know. No, I, to be yeah, fair. But the, the Pepsi Kylie Jenner thing. That was just bad taste. Again, so this is, this, this is what I was going with. But that one's harder to detect, right? Like if you're trying to deploy your bullshit meter in a conference room as, as people are pitching, like that Kylie Jenner thing, you know, you're yeah. Pepsi. You that should have been next from the get-go. Y- yeah, but yeah. It, I would say like if someone's presenting like the Kylie Jenner thing and the Dove thing, I'd be like no to the Dove thing, maybe to the, you know, like – yeah. Because I'm only half paying attention to this meeting for the reasons we'll discuss in the like primary topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. But okay, to you know, all right. So let me let me defend. Okay. Let me like, let me. Play I, I keep trying here. to see it from Dove's standpoint, and like, I don't think anyone was going out of the way to be racist. I think it was just. I, th- I don't think so either. And right. I, I think what happened is, it, you know, people just they get into groupthink, and. When a certain amount of people were working on it, who knows what, whatever. I think it just went out bad. It probably wasn't even a blip on the radar, honestly. Well, you know, here's the other thing. It wouldn't surprise me if there's 10 other versions of that ad and they were multivariate testing them. And that was the one that seemed like it was getting the engagement. Yeah, that's true, too. They, right? Yeah, that's very and true. And it turns out it was getting the engagement for the wrong the reason. Wrong reasons, All yeah. of a sudden it went viral. Hey, that's the, oh, wait, never mind. That's yeah. not what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so, good news is short memory span. People forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a brand that has been around for so long that they're 
going to come out of this yeah. more or less okay. Yep. Like, yep. you know, and they did the right thing immediately. They pulled the ad. They said they're sorry and yep. like moved on. And yeah, it, it was just, it was a mistake. Yeah. It was a, a bad PR move. So, <laughs> but I guess the thing that would be happening probably is there's probably a few people that are not no longer employed on that ad team. That'd be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or portal pulled off the account. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Permanently, immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Because here's the other thing, too. It wasn't just one person. I mean, oh, to make no, those totally. things takes a whole team. Yeah. So. Can you imagine the, like, conversation that's happening? Like, you signed off on the brief. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. That's how you have epically shitty days at work. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes for an enjoyable talking conversation. Yeah, yeah, you know, again, like, I guess I, like, whenever we're, like, talking about this, I want to know, like, what was happening in the office, you know, and I would love to, like, go interview that team and find out, like, why they had that blind spot. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah. Okay, Uh, moving on, last bit of news in current events, Uh, Rick and Morty and the Szechuan Sauce, so... Uh, for the people that don't know, Rick and Morty is an Adult Swim cartoon uh, that is near and dear to my heart. That's an understatement. Yeah, that is pretty much an understatement. Yeah. If you visit my Instagram, there's pictures of me at the Rick and Morty mobile, the Rick mobile, which, when it came to Austin. Which essentially, to be fair, was just a gift shop on wheels. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, so I went and saw that. Yeah. You're right. They got me. You, you could have primed now probably that, that crap and had it at your doorstep. Okay, so season three opens and Rick Sanchez, the main character, the mad scientist, goes on this giant rant about how all he, ca- it, it, how all he cares about is getting McDonald's to bring back the Mulan Szechuan sauce. Yes. <laughs> yes. And for those that are paying attention... It's like it's a nihilist rant. The guy cares about nothing. He like he wants to just like he's he's fucking with you. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but the result was that hordes of people called McDonald's and requested the Szechuan sauce yes. and tweeted them and yes. whatever. It was this thing. It yeah. turned into this massive thing. So McDonald's, you know. Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon have both said that McDonald's was not involved. So right. I had speculated that McDonald's had paid for this, which knowing or watching the creators on social, I was skeptical of that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like they're the product placement type without like throwing that brand under the bus in a really major way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think as a marketer and a fan of the show, I probably wouldn't do a product placement with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd really be asking yeah, for that'd it. That'd be really alienating your base. Anyway, yeah. depending on how it worked out. But, um, yeah, so McDonald's uh, at first was like, you know, they started engaging the Rick and Morty fan base. You know, they, late in the season, were posting pictures of like, and I can link to this on, in our show notes, Still unsponsored.com. <laughs> for now. Call to action. Yeah. Yeah, for now. If you Remember want to, to join our mailing list. If you, yeah, join our mailing list. 
if you want to sponsor us, go to stillunsponsored.com and we can talk about what we should name the show. Hey, <laughs> you can sponsor our name. It could be your brand here. Zach and Chris talk about marketing. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We know where to get domain names, okay? We do. Yeah. We're good at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, they did a bunch of social media, but the latest news was they actually put the Szechuan sauce back in select stores, right? Yes. And it was like they sent like 10 packets yeah, to these stores. For the entire store. Where hordes of people showed yeah. up. Yep. And it didn't go well. Madness ensued. Madness ensued. Chaos. Right. Yeah. So the Polygon uh, article that I'll link to was like, basically, fans are angry. And I think they said that McDonald's was going to uh, bring it back yet again. Um, but the Polygon article was basically like, and several of the art- other articles were kind of like, you know, if you're mad about McDonald's not having the Szechuan sauce, it's like you're missing the point. You're of missing what, the damn point. Of what Rick and Morty was about. Yeah. Right. He cares about nothing. Right. Right. <laughs> he was, he, it was like an exercise in absurdism. Yep. Right. <laughs> this is why I love the show. This. So this has nothing to really do with marketing. Actually. Okay. So here's the tie in. Okay. Because you could mostly pull that, put that in the bullshit category. I, that's what I was leaning towards is more but bullshit. Yeah. Than marketing. Think about the people that are into Rick and Morty, you know, like it's for the first time that, I had considered going to McDonald's in recent history. Yeah, but would you be there sitting ordering a Big Mac number one meal with extra Szechuan sauce? Okay, but here's my problem is like when I'm into something, I tell everyone about it. No. No. AKA these new microphones that came out of nowhere. Yeah, everyone in the office knows we're doing a podcast right now. Yeah. Right? Because. All right, so maybe you have like another listener. Being perhaps. a marketer, I can't help but talk about what I'm into. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I'm like, I'm like a hipster about the like shows I'm into because I go to the Rick Rickmobile, mm. and I show up and I'm instantly like, yeah, I'm over Rick and Morty. I don't like this anymore. There's far too many people here. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like seeing the other people that are into it. <laughs> yeah, you you don't want the show to be successful. Oh, but I do. But I you really do. do. I really you... do because I want them to make so much more. It, it's yeah. It's like it's quite fucked a, up. It's a, not. It's yeah. like it's me. You know, like I want them to be successful, but I want to be the only fan. How selfish of you! I know how selfish of me. Ugh. I gotta get really rich and then enslave Dan Harmon. Yeah. And and Justin Roiland. Yeah. To make Rick and Morty's. So if you want to sponsor us, and make us really rich and make Rick and Morty your personal bitch. How would Rick and Morty look if the founders had no choice but to make Rick and Morty? Hmm. This would be a terrible show. I probably would not watch it. Oh, but it would go so, so deep. All right. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) let's, uh, let's move on. New, new topic. No no transition required. Because I'll talk about Rick and Morty for, for literally ever. Yeah. In our next podcast, Rick and Morty. Uh, co-host, uh, Chris and Chris. <laughs> Actually, my father-in-law would be into that. Uh, okay, so time check. We're, uh, we're at 33 minutes. So I didn't do too bad talking about Rick and Morty. I didn't I'm glad consume. we kept it under about 10 minutes. That's, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I need more wine. Uh, 
Yep. There goes the spring again. <gasps> Damn it. So let's let's talk about these real quick. Okay. So did these stands come with the mics? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this. I okay. was I was ranting about this to my wife on the way home from uh, H E Butts grocery store. The uh, real name, ladies and gentlemen. The real name, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, check out their SS- SSL certificate. It's humorous. Um, but, uh-oh. Zach's broken it. Came out of its hole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So, this whole arm. So, we got two of these, right? This whole arm. Microphone, windscreen. There's a pop filter that comes with this that is not on it. It's in a box over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um... $22. Yeah, I can kind of see why now. No, 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 no. I, I think when we were listening to the audio, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Right now they sound pretty good. It reminds me of like a desk lamp. Like you literally could just put a bulb on the end of this Yeah, look at, look at those. Yeah, there you go. It's like a freaking desk because lamp. Because it's called like a scissor stand or whatever. Scissor. Thanks for that, Zach. You're welcome. <laughs> we have... We have alienated yet another audience man we need some facebook ads <laughs> we need to broaden our market shit <laughs> uh, okay um so yeah so okay these things were 20 bucks a pop how the hell are they making money i don't know like this microphone is this the thing i i feel like you could take this microphone and you could put it in some store and you yep. put like a hundred dollar price tag on it and people would be like, oh, that's about right. Oh, really? You're, you're playing with it. People are just going to hear you playing with it. <laughs> I am like a little teenager, aren't I? Yeah. The scissor, the my, scissor stand is not the in- or, or arm is not the interesting part, Zach. But like. Okay, let's. Here's the thing. You're not. I don't think I sound as good as you do on the microphone. Uh, are you not speaking into it the same way? I am talking through it as you said. Okay. Interesting. Uh, let's look at our gains. Oh, well, let me... Th- we're, we're exactly the same. Oh, let me look at these gains. <laughs> we're going to miss out on the gains tomorrow since we're going to New Orleans. Yeah. Which people will have already known that we're going to New Orleans. Because, because they're listening in reverse order. They're listening in reverse this order. This is like a bad Back to the Future. Like, we're going in the <laughs> reverse sequence of the... Well, I guess we're assuming we actually get around to, Yeah. You know, it could just be like 45 minutes of us moaning about how hungover we are. Yeah. You know what we should do is do it in the airport. You know, like the NPR, like sounds of whatever. And so, just like put so the So it's like a on. podcast version of an Instagram live story? Yeah. Mind blown. It's called This American Life. Uh, <laughs> I gotta watch that. You you didn't just miss the boat. NPR did that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so, but here's the thing. Look look at these shock mounts. So these these mounts are like so you have the arm, right? This is this is the thing I didn't really appreciate. Um the the microphone is being held in place essentially by what amounts to like a hair tie. Um, under tension, and so that way, when you poking the the scissor arm, less of that noise is getting translated into the microphone. Yeah. Um. Again, all all this shit, twenty two bucks. Yeah. No, it's it's not a bad deal. Right. And these ah. cables, uh, I think we're like two for five or ten or something like that, and 
you know, like the, the equipment that you expect to be expensive, like cameras and this digital recorder, that's still expensive, right? You know, we probably should create a podcast about how to create a podcast. Or maybe about what we've learned about creating a podcast so far. Oh, like a case study. Yeah. We could clickbait the shit out of that. But it'd be like an MBA case study. Good thing people are listening in reverse order because mm-hmm. this is planned number three. Yeah. So yeah. at this point, you're hearing us formulate the idea and admit that we don't know what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> this is so confusing to anyone listening. This is, well, or they already know, right? It's like they're reading the book in reverse. Yeah. So you already know what's happening. Yeah. So there's no incentive to keep going back in time. Well, unless we you want to see where the idea was. I think was. we did an awesome job talking about the whole Facebook ads and Trump campaign. And now it's been all. Or at off. least we did now a it's job. Now it's off the rails. We, we Yeah. Now, yeah. I I know, know, because you wanted to stop and talk about the podcasting equipment, dude. The, the, no. It went <laughs> off the rails with Rick and Morty. It was going off the rails then. You had your, your opportunity to sauce. get it back back on the rails when you saw that on the show outline, learning from show number one, where <laughs> we were all over the place, and we're like, what did we learn from this? Oh, yeah. We need to have a plan going in. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, I don't even think you gave me edit access on the plan. I think the plan is what you decided the plan was. I didn't really make any notes. I added you to the Google Doc. I like, think it was view only. Oh, Okay. That's okay. I can create the next show, guys. Yeah. All right. Next show brought to you by Zach. Guest speaker, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) But the audio on the next show will be like show number one, essentially, because we're just going to use the stereo mics. Yeah. Yeah. So. On scene. On scene. In New Orleans. Yeah. Ooh. Should we do it? Airplane podcast. That's a terrible idea. Do you think you could get all the noise, all the, the, uh the noise out yeah the so the two questions i think that you might be able to get the noise out because the noise is fairly consistent right but we would have to be yelling if we had lavalier mics yeah we probably could get it done Mm. uh everyone would think we're crazy on the plane because it's only an hour flight well self-limiting Everyone would think we were crazy on the plane because we would be two guys in headphones talking to each other. <laughs> breaker, breaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Although, to be fair, the people we'll be flying with probably will not care. Yeah. Going to New Orleans on a Saturday? Yeah. From Austin? Yeah. yeah. After ACL? You're right. Yeah. There's going to be zero fucks given on this flight. Absolutely tomorrow. zero. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. This message brought to you by Southwest Airlines. <laughs> this message brought to you by the one day the pre-line is actually works as intended. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so that, You know what? That should be a topic. Air travel business tips. It's on there, dude. <sighs> Not like, yeah, in the, in the document where I was brainstorming ideas. The one where basically I can imagine you on the shitter just writing down stuff? Yeah, that's basically what happened. Okay, good. Let's talk about Dove. <laughs> no, that was when I was like, "What? What has happened this week?" Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I went through my RSS feed because. Wait, you still have RSS feeds? Yeah, I migrated Google Reader to Feedly. Ugh. 
and I really haven't changed what I'm subscribed to since, so it's just been getting smaller and smaller. Hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> so many, so many. Interesting question so for many. one day, like, will RSS feeds still be relevant? They aren't right now. Answer well, they done. are for podcasting. <sighs> one little piece of the interwebs. I'm not writing that one down, actually. We just talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, we cover our feeds relevant, our RSS feeds relevant. No. Done. Thanks for listening, everyone. Still unsponsored podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Rate us five stars. No, just kidding. We have more. We're super efficient. Very efficient. Bite size. Yes. The like the intro and the outro are like five times as long as the main content. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Focus. You fuck. Ow, funny bone. <laughs> okay. So, uh, work life balance was the topic that we wanted to cover today. So basically, uh, as you advance in your career, you sort of become more and more integral to the business, right? And it seems like many people deal with that by working more hours. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but sure, let's go with it. Okay. Uh, corollary. Google Hangouts is what our business uses. Yep. And it's on our phones. Yep. Uh, email, also on our phones. Yep. And if you didn't, because I remember when the iPhone came out, I was like, I was going to get an iPhone and put my work work email on it because it was convenient. Yep. Uh, you know, and I remember my dad having a Blackberry. Uh, the Crackberry? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. You know, and it's like now, if you weren't using your work email on your phone, it would be weird. The phone would be worthless. Well, we would probably look at you odd if you're like, oh, I didn't read that email. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. Or I didn't look at that hourly report. Yeah. Right. But I remember having a conversation with one of my employees who's a guy that's like, very upwardly mobile and I basically this was a couple of years ago we we're coming back from lunch and he said hey do you have Google Hangouts on your phone and I was like yes I do uh, but it will take over your life Yep. because then then it's even easier like the, ha- the, the instant messenger you use on your desktop now is also on your phone yep. which goes with you everywhere so avoid putting it on your phone until you think you have to. But then once you're there, you're <laughs> that's it. See, this <laughs> your is, life's okay, over. So this is where yeah. I, or this is where okay. I think we differ. Okay. I, uh, I mean, I, I don't know to me, work life balance really isn't a thing. It never has been just the way I, I don't know what I must've been just created weirdly through my, my growth. Um, I've always, always, always worked 12, 10, 10, 12 hour days, period. Yeah. Uh, I fall. I mean, so I started working really legit full time. Oh, probably like oh eight oh nine. Ah, so even though like the iPhone wasn't huge yet, yeah, I had a BlackBerry if I remember correctly. Uh, and I always from the just from the start was like addicted to it. Oh boy! Now, uh, now you've now done. I'm making the noise. Okay, so I. 
Yeah, like, from the moment I got an iPhone, I was pretty well addicted to it. But I think the thing that, like, as soon as I, you know, my college job was Starbucks, and then, but as soon as I had the real job, right, it became really apparent to me that there was, mentally anyway, there was no real thing as off time. Right. Because right. I'd be laying in bed thinking about how to solve problems for work. Yeah. I'd be standing in the shower thinking about yep. how to solve problems for work. Yep. Like there are moments where I'm not thinking about work and then I go back to thinking about work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes in the gym, sometimes other times. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think maintaining those moments of clarity or, or like Zen moments is sort of how I think about them are important. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of, like, actual work, you know, like, contact hours, I try and keep that to eight hours. And I try and make that a sprint, right? So it's like I come into the office and I'm hauling ass from the time I get there to the time I leave. And then when I leave, I'm either doing things that are going to, like, feed into work. Yep. Or I'm doing things that are going to keep me healthy for work. Yep. Or I'm or I'm sitting there staring at a wall thinking about work. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I'm I'm very similar. Except what I do is I essentially dedicate Monday through Friday, that exact work time. So yeah. I yeah same situation. Get there. I get there super early so I can just focus on what needs to be done for the day. Yeah. Cram out whatever I can. There for our team members, bounce ideas yep. off of. I'm there, you know. I'm typically, honestly, the the last one to leave. Generally, um, you're usually the first one in. Too. First one in. So yeah. in accounting, this would be Philo. I'm a Philo. First yeah. in, last out. I yeah. don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I took marketing in college. First in, last out. Yeah. Anywho. I I understand. Essentially, that. Monday through Friday though is Zach work time, right? Yeah. And then soon as Friday five o'clock rolls around, unless it's an emergency. Honestly, I that's my game. That's my that's Zach time. That's yeah. that's where I do things for me. I think you and I are are slightly different. Yeah. Where, um, where it, it's sort of like I think about sprints inside of marathons, and my and my week is like pretty regimented. Like I don't like a lot of disruptions during the week because right. it's sort of like I wake up at this time, I go to the gym, mm-hmm. I come home from the gym, I do. You know, like, like we probably could walk through my daily routine and like nail ninety nine percent of what I do every day. Yeah. Um. By the way, that was a home improvement episode. Oh okay. When I was sick a few weeks ago, watching Hulu has a category for nineties television. Yeah. Home improvement was one yeah. of them. Yeah. Tim Allen with his routine. Yeah. Yeah. So it. So, okay, this is gonna be the like the Jocko fan podcast. No. Oh God, yeah, I know. But he keeps talking about, like, discipline equals freedom, right? And with his deep voice and yelling at you and making you feel bad. Yeah. Uh, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm not a Navy SEAL. I'm just a worthless human being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what he's trying to say there, uh, if you can get past the, like, the, like, oh, I'm a terrible person, uh, is basically if you know that you always get up at a certain time and you always go to the gym at a certain time and you always do a prescribed workout and you always do like you're in the office by this time and then it's work time and then you leave at a certain time. What you're actually doing is you're actually by implementing that regimen, um, 
freeing up a whole bunch of mental energy to mm-hmm. actually apply that towards the real problems that are going to either yep. move you forward in your career. Mm-hmm. Well, solve problems for your employer and move you forward in your career. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, so I probably think about work maybe a little bit more on the weekends and tend to instant message and read emails and stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's on the weekends. It's a lot more free form and unstructured. Right. Right. Yeah. What uh, Mark Zuckerberg does this? He doesn't have any change in wardrobe, right? Yeah. He wears the same thing. And I gotta be honest, I did the same thing. I uh, literally just took whatever was on the shelf and just put it on one yeah. week, and something so stupid like that. Well, I think it, you do. You waste brain cycles. Dude, we can go down to my bathroom right now, and I have a post-it note that said like Monday through Friday, button-down shirts. Or sorry, Monday through Thursday, button-down shirts. Friday, polo shirt. Like Saturday and Sunday, whatever. Yeah. Right. And it was like my my wardrobe wasn't as regimented as like an uh, Steve Jobs or or Mark Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. but you know it's a uniform. Yeah. Like it's a freaking uniform. Yeah. It's like I wear a either a mizzen and main, you know, dress shirt. Not or, sponsoring us. Yeah, because we're still unsponsored. Correct. Or a Lululemon. Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. There's no yoga happening on this podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, or a Lululemon Oxford. Yep. Um, you know, and a pair of jeans and a pair of sneakers. Yep. Right? Like, that's what I wear every single day. Well, Monday through Thursday. Yep. Thursday. Well, we're sorry. Monday. Th- yeah. Monday through Thursday. Friday, I wear a t-shirt, which we've been joking is Phil's on Friday. Phil's on Friday. Because also not a sponsor. Also. Yeah. Because you, you're usually wearing a hat and yeah. I'm usually wearing one of their t-shirts. Yeah. Right. Phil's so on Friday. like it, it happens enough that we start calling it things like Phil's on Friday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> which after probably about the fifth week in a row of it happening, it was like, oh, this is a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's important, however. So I think what's good, what's helped me over the last couple of years, especially working with you, is being able to have work-life balance, but also work-life together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you and I, we're very, we know each other, but we know kind of each other's business as well. So we can help each other out, kind of give and take, which is really cool. And you can also have, you know, someone on a more personal level, bounce ideas off of, which you don't get from colleagues all the time. So like right. you and I, we're, I think we have a really good thing going. Well, actually, you know, I think if we think about, you know, the magic that one of the things that Taylor's created, you know, is like, so the, Taylor's the, our boss, Taylor, Taylor's our boss. Right. Um, and OG internet marketer, like the, he's the man, uh, you know, and has seamlessly transitioned into a strategic role. Uh, you know, awesome, awesome, awesome dude. Uh, gotta be easily like the best guy I've ever worked for. Also, not sponsoring us. <laughs> Is he though? Uh, that's a good question, actually. <laughs> uh, no, and that's not. Yeah. Okay. I guess some people are probably like, Chris, you're sucking up right now. But no, like I seriously do feel like he he's like a super solid dude. Yeah. Um, you know, Casey is our peer at another brand. Yep. So there's this, this quartet of us, uh, you know, that almost work without a lot of like, you know, we all know our place on the team, but it's, 
it doesn't feel on a daily basis like there's a hierarchy. Right. Right. Like right. we're just all in it together to accomplish a goal. Yep. Um, and yeah. So I think, I think that really helps, you know, work not feel like work. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I never grew up saying, oh, you know what? I want to be internet marketer when I grow up. No. Yeah. I don't think anyone really yeah. has. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't feel like work. I mean, don't get me wrong. Well, Definitely, come on. When we days. were growing up, was internet a marketer thing? Valid point. Like, but we were discovering what the internet was. Valid point. Valid point. You know, but I, yeah, it, it's, you know, there's definitely some days where it's work and some days where it's not work. Yeah. Uh, in terms of just what you get out of it. So, and on that, yeah. I tend to think that, like, on most days, you know, I feel like this is career advice that I give people. Like, on most days, I'm showing up because I. Not because I don't have anything better to do, but because that's what I would do anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then there are some days that blow. Yeah. And those are the days that you're paying me. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's say that's like 10% of the time. Right? So actually, I'm I'm making my money in that 10% time period. Yeah. And the rest of it, I'm having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Which doesn't mean you have you get to pay me less. You still have to pay me more. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Right, because I'm gonna solve these really shitty problems right. for you. Right. Um. You know, and it's like it's the, and usually when I'm solving the really shitty problems for you, the things that my employer is paying me for are the things that I'm enjoying. Right. Right. So right. they're not enjoying it, but I am. Right. Right. But it's usually when they're torturing me with things like legal. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, now you're paying. That me. I remember because that was a topic that we have to talk about. Legal. Yeah. I think that's just gonna be a recurring theme. Yeah. We should get them on the podcast. Ooh. Have to make we, we would have to sign probably a ton of waivers. <laughs> How ironic! Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh huh. It would be hilarious. Though. It would be hysterical. I, I would actually, you know what, I would love to do. I'd love to drop off like recording equipment with like a list of questions. <laughs> it's like just just talk about marketing for like you know thirty minutes, and we'll put you in. We won't edit it. Ugh. I can only imagine what would come out of it. Oh, I know. Well, but this is sort of like the, uh, the you know, you talk at people, but aren't you actually? Are you actually listening? Like, I'm sure they have a perspective. They think they're doing right by the company. Yeah. You know, or, you know, they think they're doing right by their profession. Right. Right. But they seriously get in our way. Yeah. Right. And we certainly. It seems like. Yeah, we're we're into a major tangent here. Yeah, I will just close by saying, like, if you're a ethical marketer, you you know that screwing over your customers is a short track to not having a business, right? Yeah. So we don't want to do that. Exactly. Like we really don't want to do that. Exactly. Um. So you want to treat your like customers with the highest regard, mm-hmm. right? So when a legal comes in and tells you that like you know you need to change something it's like but i'm but i'm already like get out of my way yeah 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 well that was fun that was fun okay so back to work-life balance yeah there is none (laughs) there is none (laughs) i'm sure there's a technical solution for cough probably um i don't know what like last couple days i've just been like like nothing I feel like something keeps getting stuck in my throat. Yeah, do we need to go back to, like, we live in Austin, Texas, which is, like, the allergy capital. Allergy central, yeah. yeah. exactly. Like, I probably sound extra nasally right now because I'm plugged. Yeah. Listen to me breathe on these new microphones. (sighs) 
so when I set them up, tangents, right? When I set them up and started listening to mm-hmm. the the monitor, right, like the in the headphones, all I could hear was my breathing. <laughs> It didn't help. Let's that it, let's dial that down a little well, bit. It didn't help that there was no freeform conversation, right? Because when you're talking, you don't think about breathing, right? Right. When you're having a conversation, yeah. you don't think about yeah. breathing. But when you're sitting here going like, "Mic check one two, you're like, "I'm a loud breather." That's me as a person. That's a loud terrible. breather. Yeah. Oh. What does that say about me? There's some douchebag at the gym that like does sprints. But he breathes out of his nose. So just work with me here. Okay. So imagine just breathing really hard in and out of your nose after doing any, you know, moderate exercise. And then imagine doing it when you are gasping for breath. Have you ever seen, like, a spray paint can that's not working properly? No, but I imagine it's very similar to what this guy probably is doing to his nose. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, like, that, that would be if I was doing sprints at the gym and breathing exclusively out of my nose out of your nose yeah it's not pretty wow we keep getting off tangents here yeah this is some big bullshit and that is how we justify being a mouth breather (laughs) (laughs) oh man there we go bam did it (laughs) i I don't know i think probably alienated a whole bunch of more people yeah probably that segment keeps getting smaller and smaller okay so another uh another YouTube channel that I've watched a lot trying to figure out how to do this Mm -hmm. is a guy who has a YouTube channel named, it's either Booth Junkie or Booth Junkies, Mm -hmm. and he does voiceover acting. Mm. And so he's always talking about from perspective of like voiceover. (laughs) He's really good at that mouth breathing thing? So unsettling. No, but he actually had a video about breathing, and he was like, it would be somewhat unnatural if you weren't breathing. And he's like, most people don't really think about it, but you do have to practice. And he did say that, like, you you do want to, like, mouth open, breathe through your mouth because it just creates less noise. You're, We're on two separate channels, so I can just edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I tried. Sorry, gang. <laughs> In the future, I'll edit it out because yeah. now it won't make sense if we if we weren't. Oh. Right. Yeah. Okay. So going forward, Zach will be edited. Actually, there's a thing called a noise gate, which is really what you'd want to implement. So your breathing would be below the threshold that the microphone would pick up. Zach's, Zach's like, his eyes are rolling back in his head right now. Yeah. I've also been up since 5 a.m. Okay. We're, at, we're actually at an hour. So. Wow. So, did we have anything else to say on work-life balance? I don't think so. There is none. <laughs> Long story short, there's no work-life balance. Do what's Go right for you. Go to the gym, you. people. You yeah. gotta stay healthy, yeah. right? Like, yes. I would, I would say that exercising has been critical to my career. Mm. Because you have the best thoughts in the shower. Let's face it. Shower thoughts. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. shower thoughts every yeah. morning. And you gotta work out really hard to have the best shower thoughts. Uh-huh. So, the recipe for awesome shower thoughts are... Pre-workout, hella hard workout, shower. Okay. Maybe that explains Donald Trump's tweets. Maybe that's what he's doing. I think he's taking a massive shit. He could be doing that too. So it could be working out his asshole. It's too frequent. 
unless unless he's got like a very he eats a lot of fast food very man. regular bowel he eats a lot of fast food dude i can't I feel wait like for, there's a tie into the szechuan sauce i, I feel can't like could... wait for the memoirs the, the, yeah. you know like like bush's memoirs came out and we found out that he actually had like half a brain yeah that would have been useful information when he was president <laughs> mission accomplished <laughs> yeah I don't know. Might not have changed how I voted. Uh, and yeah, but but the Trump memoirs, they're going to be good. Yeah, they will be great. I wonder if you could literally just print out all of his tweets and just throw them into a book. No, people are already doing that. Yeah, there's his memoirs. Um, what if, this. What if we just like got someone to follow him around and like we did reality TV like presidential style? This is it's sort of like everyone needs to go watch that movie Idiocracy. Uh, you don't like it? It's it's fine. It's yeah. You're you're tapping your okay. Yeah. We'll wrap it up. Watch Idiocracy. It's alarmingly <laughs> accurate. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, that concludes the still unsponsored podcast uh, for this week, episode two. Uh, if you liked this, then go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and Please. a or five-star ranking and a review. Please. That would be awesome. Please. Thank you. Uh, you know, find us on social, which we'll be setting up Facebook pages. Stillunsponsored.com is our website. So go there, leave a comment. Sign up for our mailing list. Exactly. Sign up for our mailing list. Uh, if you dislike us intensely, then contact us on social media and tell us what we've done wrong. Or give us money to shut up. Yeah, that might work yeah. as well. Yeah. We we might do like sort of like a NPR style like fun drive. Yeah. Where it's like we'll shut up when you give us money. Yeah, a little thermometer. We keep talking until you hit the mark. No, you know, no, no. <laughs> Actually, we're not going to do this. <laughs> we don't pick a name like still unsponsored and then expect to be paid off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which which for a like hardcore capitalist it seems awfully Bernie Sanders. Uh, oh boy, yeah. here oh, we go. Fuck. Okay. That's right. there's the, the what's left of our audience. God damn it. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. All right. Uh, oh, actually, if you had topics that you wanted covered on the show, uh, hit us up on social. I'm CW360 on Twitter. I don't have Twitter. Oh, we'll change that by next time. I, I, I do, but I don't. Go to stillunsponsored.com and yep. leave a comment on yep. how Zach should get a fucking Twitter account. Most definitely. If he thinks he's an internet marketer. Yeah, most definitely. A tool bag. Yeah. Come on. All right. Well, that was great. <laughs> All right. See you next week, everyone.